Welcome to a terrible football show. This episode 44. I'm Alex Live with Sparky 3. Hope you have an incredible day, whether if you're watching alongside with us, uh, live that is, uh, or watching this after the fact, listening after the fact, whatever the case is, we appreciate the hell out of you. Uh, I got all the boys here with me just temporarily, though. Shane's going to have to dip out. He may try to come back in later. Uh, so we'll start with you. Shane, how you doing? How you feeling today? Pretty excited. I've had a good day, good, good, progressive day, getting shit done, you know, life-wise. So, right, you right. Know. Big things on the horizon, that's the main thing. No. Yeah. Uh, Ricky, what about you? How you doing? How you feeling? I'm feeling okay, but is it just me or do I look like I've been drinking a little bit? Just a, just, yeah. just a smidge. <laughs> did, you, did you down some Looks before like- you got on here? No, I, no, no. I just, you know, I did drink one beer over the weekend for my tournament, though, and it was actually pretty fun, so. Okay, right on. Look. But, look like me after I, an Arkansas I, loss, been, after a Razorback loss. <laughs> I'm exhausted. But, hey, we're here to chat some football. I'm ready to go. That's right. That's right. Jake, what about you? How you doing? How you feeling? Living life, man. Can't really uh, complain whatsoever. Yes. Dallas won. Buckeyes won. It's a good week. Buckeyes won by an absolute slaughter fest as well. Started mm-hmm. slow, got hot in uh, true Ohio State fashion, so living on top of the world right now you know uh absolutely yeah you know as for ricky and shane they didn't have to go through a week of pain they had a nice little bye week and now they're approaching a week of pain uh. um so that's that's the thing and you know it's always a week of pain for me in some capacity <laughs> listen but as a as a razorback fan and a college football fan i had a great week for, of college football Texas a&m went down <laughs> that's true that's true Rick, oh, i know ricky's on top of the world about that one so even yeah. though Texas went, A&M went down to South Carolina, Jimbo Fisher still has his job. What do you have to say about that there, Mr. Ricky? <laughs> speechless. <laughs> Just speechless. That's what. <laughs> I don't understand. Okay, so, oh my goodness gracious. Okay, so. <laughs> Here we go. He currently now has two more losses than Kevin Sumlin did in Kevin Sumlin's tenure yep. at Texas A&M, and he's still and he's still coaching. How, why? First of all, Texas A&M are a bunch of dumbasses for giving him that damn contract <laughs> to begin with. And I would like to say this much: this contract is just about as dumb as the Cleveland Browns contract Man. given to Deshaun Watson. Except the only simple fact is Deshaun Watson could actually play a little bit of football. Timbo Fisher cannot coach. Yep. It's it's that simple. He cannot coach, and yet he's still there. Now I got. I do have a, what I do are they have... hoping for? They're not even going to make a bowl game now. It's it's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. Now I, I I asked this in the Discord. Did anyone else watch Texas A&M in South Carolina, or I just I me? Watched the, no. I watched the I watched the nearly the entire. Okay. Game. So, you, Shane, that means did you get to see the stuff that I saw where they were just like taking like five minutes at a time, not even talking about the game, and just eating fair food? Yep. That was fantastic. <laughs> like, I'm the, it was Jordan Rogers, and I don't remember the other guy, but like, there was five, it was like five minutes at a time between commercial breaks where they're not even talking about the game. They're just like, man, this corn dog's really good. And there was a guy down the sideline reporter who had, you know, a burger with, you know, donuts for the bun. He's like, hey, how's that burger down there, man? It's like, oh, you know, it's a lot better than I think. Like, for, like multiple points, not even talking about the game, just focusing on, on fair food. I thought it was hilarious. At one point, they, they had, I guess they had somebody that was, that, previously recorded something at the fair or right. he was at the fair recording and he was scanning the corn dogs and and i don't know if it was jordan rogers or the other guy but he was like oh corn dogs talk dirty to me yes <laughs> i was like hey yo <laughs> dude this is a wild commentary night man i loved it it was great 
Uh, but man, we do have a lot now to chat about here today. We got a lot but to chat about. It's gonna I, be a good I, conversation. I will say this before I dip off it because I gotta leave in the next two minutes. Um, so looking at Texas A&M schedule here: Ole Miss, Florida, Auburn, UMass, and LSU. Potentially three losses there, and four if Auburn kind of figures what the fuck they're gonna do with their run defense. Um, Ole Miss, I can see them losing this week. Florida, depending on if Anthony Richardson can actually play like he wants to play the position. And then LSU, they're probably my surprise of the weekend. Um, so finishing the season out with LSU, that could be another loss. If they end up losing, let's say they end up losing two of the last five, um, that would put them, what, um, five and five and seven? Six and six, something like that. Six, six it, it put them at six and six. That, They're three that, and four right now. Yeah, that that would um that would make that um that that seat very hot. But mine and Alex's original prediction that they're going to give them another year because of this recruiting class still continues. Yeah, that's that's still what I think that's going to happen. Oh, uh, you mean that recruiting class is, is, that is getting suspended indefinitely? True. Left <laughs> Big <laughs> exactly. right now. Here's here's here here's another. Well, thought, hold on, Shane, Ricky, before you dive that. into that. Okay, Shane. Since you do have to leave, is there any last thoughts that you want to throw out to anything involved in the show in case you can't make it back into the show before we're done? I'll let you have the floor uh, since you're about to leave. No, not really. I just enjoy talking about Texas A&M losing. Okay. So. <laughs> All right, that, just, that makes me happy. I just want to give you a chance to throw anything out there before you got to dip. Sorry, Ricky, go ahead. No, no, you're good. No, there was some something, someone else. I was been hearing a little bit of around, a little bit of a rumor that there's a possibility that West Virginia picks up Jimbo Fisher and Man. Jimbo Fisher leaves Texas A&M. Man, that would be something. Uh. I mean, why? I mean, at the same time, it's like. It's like I said before, Texas A&M has higher expectations than just about anybody. They're the richest school in the SEC. They're probably they're probably the richest school in the country right now. Right. I mean, it just they're, they're they've got the money to pay them out. I it just I don't know. Maybe his buyout gets cut in half at the end of the year. I, I don't I don't know. I don't and, know. But it's just like I said. It, this is this is the this is a this is a particular reason why we've seen this trend not just with coaches, but we've seen it with athletes as well. They're not worth this high dollar volume amount. And yet they think they have to pay this much money just to have a good coach. You really don't have to do that. I understand if you want to keep a tenured coach like a Nick Saban who has earned every penny that he's got. Dabo Sweeney who has earned every penny he's got as much as I hate Ron Day. Ron Day has earned every penny that he's got. <laughs> OH. But, but yet Jimbo, Fi Jimbo Fisher comes in leaving a Florida State program that is completely that was went from up here to shit really, really quick. So yeah, I mean, yeah, that's just you know, you know, props to Texas A&M for being a bunch of idiots for hiring him to begin with. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, wait. Speaking of the OHIO, before Shane leaves, uh, I'm pretty sure last week we talked about a certain somebody saying the OHIO chant. No, I didn't. What what was this? Uh, uh, this OHIO chant or whatever? What, what are we talking yeah, about? I, 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 I remember. I remember bringing it up. I remember someone bringing it up, but I don't remember saying that I would particularly do it. I'll do it if they win the national championship. That's what I'll do. I will do it, and they're probably going to win the national championship. So just mark it down. I, you can write it on the board. Yeah. Ricky right, will do it down. the Ohio chant 
if and when Ohio State wins the national championship. It's supposed to be on your board, not on your piece of paper. Well, he's, he's going to do it, it after on the, the piece show. of paper and then putting it on the board. Thank <laughs> you very much. I think uh, that's a good idea. I wish I had a board. That'd yeah, awesome. yeah. You know, honestly, now that he's got the board and he's got it divided up for the four of us, I'm actually really jealous about it. I want a board too. <laughs> no, I know, man. It'd be, it'd be awesome. We're gonna board I would for just the say, studio, boys. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get a board. There you yeah. go. Yeah. There you go. We're gonna each have our own corner. This is your corner. Yep, exactly. Uh, Shane, you got a dip? Yeah, I got a dip out, boys. Right. Um, I will hopefully. You know, if the show hits like the two-hour mark, I'll probably end up being back. But if it ends up being a, a, a usual show, like the an hour and a half or whatever, then I'm I may not make it back. But I'll keep it updated in Discord. Okay, sounds good. All right, peace out, boys. Have a good show. I'll be listening. All yeah. right, later, man. Appreciate you. Later, Shane. All right, now that he's gone, let's uh, let's really start the party. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right, no. Before we uh, continue diving into some football chat, a uh, few things to note. Next week is a big week for this show. Okay, we are debuting our new studio. It's gonna be super sick. All right, it's been on the wraps for a while, but it's happening. A new Sparky Three Studio is going down next week with a full reveal. It's super sick. You need to come tune into the show. Uh, not only that, we got two more things that we're also revealing. One of them is our Agent Inc. shop is dropping. We will reveal all jerseys, Terrible Football Show, Sparky 3, Game Static, and Animan Plus. And then the last one, I'll just keep to a surprise till that day. But we have another surprise in the works, and it's going to be super cool. So, yes, uh, next Tuesday, 5.30-ish p.m. Central Standard Time, come in, tune into the show. Even if... Like, look, even if you're not a, you know, a huge fan of football in this show, tune into the beginning of the show, just in general, if you're a Sparky 3 fan, because it, it is really cool, the stuff that we are about to debut. So next week, big, big week. Get excited. It's going to be super sick. Uh, also on the Discord. We appreciate that. Um, all right, boys. Uh, I say let's start with uh, NFL this week, because 10 minutes before we went live, I got a text from my very good friend. Um, whom Jacob got the pleasure to also speak with on draft night, who's a fellow Cowboys fan, as both of you, uh, Mr. Brady Dyer, uh, shot me a text randomly saying, so with the eighth week of the NFL upon us, how much has this season shocked you? And I told him that I would propose this question live, and we chat about it. So his question being, you know, how, how has this season shocked you so far? What would be some immediate, uh, what would be some immediate things for you guys? I mean, immediately for me, how bad the Broncos have been, how good the Seahawks have been, and how good the Giants have been. Those have been those are three immediates for me uh, of just like how much this season has shocked me personally. But what about you boys? How much Broncos. the changing of the guards has taken into effect mm. as far as veteran and rookie quarterbacks. Or I don't, don't want to say rookie, but younger quarterbacks. Yeah, the younger era, yeah. Rodgers, Brady, garbage. Hot garbage right now. Ryan Stafford's been yeah. Stafford's been the best out of the four of them, and he's been a yeah, yep, crazy. So, so the Broncos didn't surprise me. I did, I thought they were gonna be garbage to begin with. I said that at the beginning of the season. Um, Indianapolis, they're still garbage. Beginning Indy's of the season, a, I said they were. They Indy's were, they a were big shocker good. to me. <laughs> Do it, and they, and of course, but like you said, that roster, the roster, you look, it looks like you know they had you know their other positions were set. They just, they're just garbage right now. And now they're even they're in, Matt Ryan's probably not going to be playing another down for the rest of the season, which is terrible in a sense. But I mean, you look at you look at Matt Ryan's stats. Matt Ryan is on verge to have 
on average per game. I think it's the second, third highest in his career passing yards, but he has nine touchdowns and interceptions. But here, one thing that I've noticed with the Indianapolis, they're not running the ball near as much as what they usually do. Yep. So that that comes down to coaching more than it does playing. But I but I also understand the whole let's sit out Matt Ryan thing. Of course, there's a bunch of clauses and other 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 kind of stuff. The Seahawks do, did surprise me. I didn't expect them to win more games than what they've already won. The Giants were True. the same exact way. I had them winning. I think I had them winning five, maybe six games, and they're already at six games. They've already they've already surpassed and on their way to that expectation. One. Um, the biggest shock to me is how terrible Tampa Bay is, man. Um, I, man. I, thought, I thought they would struggle. <laughs> I thought they would, I thought we would see signs of struggle, but the fact of the matter is Carolina fired their head coach, got rid of their best player and they beat Tampa Bay 21 to three, a team with most of the guys that are still on that team. Not all of them because they're, they're missing some from that Super Bowl team, but there are quite a bit of players on that team from the Super Bowl win that they had, what was it, two seasons ago? Yep. So, I mean, you, you look at that just in general on how bad, I mean, they're probably not going to make the playoffs. Tom Brady, one of the greatest quarterbacks, if not the greatest quarterback of all time, we're gonna we're finally seeing the downhill slide of his career. Yep. And he's still, like I said, stati- statistically, he's still throwing the ball like crazy, but they can't run the ball. You If you cannot run the ball in the National Football League, uh, you're not you're not going to be a very good team. You cannot rely on a quarterback throwing the ball 50 times. It's not going to happen. I hate it when I see these statistics and I'm like, run the freaking ball, and they can't, they can't do it. It's just it's absolute garbage. Um, but yeah, that would be the biggest shocker right there. And then of course, like you said, Seattle being good. I like Seattle. <laughs> that just that that throws me off a little bit too. Um, but. Seattle's anyway, been yeah, so that, much better than any of us anticipated. Like, and you just gotta the, get, you gotta give so much credit to Pete Carroll. You know, you really yeah, do. Oh yeah. And it's just yeah, like absolutely. Like that team has just come together. You know what I mean? For them as being as shitty as they you know are coming into the season, where we thought they were going to be like the number one overall pick, getting Bryce or CJ, whatever. Like they've looked so much better than any of us could have even fathomed. Yeah. And that, and that to me and is still one of the biggest shockers. There's one more thing. The biggest shock to me of anything this season so far, the New York Jets have a winning record. Man, I'm telling you. The New York Jets are a contender in their division. Yep. I don't think they're going to win the division, obviously, but they're, you, could, you could argue that they could be right below Buffalo, right there above Miami. You could argue that to an extent. Um, do I think it's going to happen? I don't know. I think Miami's going to be, I think at the end, I think Miami's going to be the better or the better of the two or better of those two teams. But I mean, could the jets make the playoffs? Could you see the jets making the playoffs? That's, that would be awesome. But that's the thing though, boys, when the jets are good at football, it seems like everybody wants to watch football. Now I don't, I don't understand. It myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, there are just those certain teams across NFL and college that when they're good, the game is better. And that's just that's just a fact. Regardless of you hate X team or not, when that team is better, it's better for the game. And I guess right now it happens to be the Jets. Just because like the Jets have been such a punching bag, except for that brief little stint with Rex Ryan for those couple two first seasons, whatever. They're such a punching bag that it's just like everyone wants – the Jets, 
have become in the same realm as what the Browns have always been, where it's just like, you know, up until these recent years, everyone just like, you couldn't hate the Browns. Now you can hate the Browns for other reasons, obviously. Uh, but you couldn't hate the Browns. And it's the same way you couldn't hate the Jets. And now everyone's just all like, oh, man, Zach, Zach Wilson, he's got that dog in him. Like, yeah, let's go. Let's go for the Jets. <laughs> Zachary Milson, you know, he's got the dog in him. So, you know, people are just wanting to jump on this bandwagon and have a good time. And, you know, in terms of Jets being a contender, that is a possibility because you got to look at some of these other teams that we had as, or at least I had, and a lot of people had. Uh, I specify that because I know Ricky was against at least two of them. You know, had them as, like, real locks as contenders in the AFC. Teams like Denver, teams like, you know, Indianapolis, teams even like Vegas. Vegas has struggled. You know, um, you know that's opening the door for others. I had high expectations for Vegas. Yeah, that's opening the door for others. So, oh man, that Vegas kills me right now. I'll tell you what, they they have so much talent up and down. They're to me, if you look, if you look at their roster, and you compare it with like Indianapolis or someone like that, that we kind of had that somewhat expectation on their roster. I mean, it's like neck and neck. I'm at the point now where Josh McDaniels should even coach, be a head coach anymore. Just go back to being a coordinator. <laughs> it's okay that if, it's okay to be an offensive coordinator your entire career. It's it's okay. We know you're an offensive genius. You're a terrible head coach. Just go back to being a coordinator. Go back this to doing team what you do was best. Entirely built. This team was entirely built by John Gruden himself, and all of a sudden, John Gruden's out of a job because of something he said. And now this this is point blank range. Go back to being a coordinator. Stop being a head coach. It's done. It's over with. Don't he, even try anymore. He it's needs, done. He needs to, in terms of like having that realization of maybe I'm just need to be a coordinator. He needs to go uh, call up Dick LeBeau and have a conversation with him because he had to face that same bridge at one point. He was a head coach for a very brief stint, sucked ass, and then he was like, all right, I'll go back to being a D coordinator for the rest of my career. Don't worry about it. And uh, well, The Raiders had their coach in yeah. uh, Rich Passaggia. That's true. Uh, they they, they should have kept him. I loved the players, They went for the, the splash hire. wanted him. Yeah. Yep. Stupid. Also, Shane did throw into chat uh, K9 when we were talking about Seattle. Yeah, Kenneth has now come on, man. Uh, Kenneth Walker has come on, uh, which is awesome to see uh, because I did draft One of my fantasy teams. I did draft him in, in fantasy, in, in a fantasy league, and uh, there for a while it was looking like a very dumb decision. But you know what? I got diamond hands, so it's paid off now. <laughs> I will say I don't like how we got here. You know, it's an unfortunate road how we got here with what happened to Chris Carson and what happened to the bus Rashad Penny. Very unfortunate road to get to where we are, but we got here. Kenneth Walker, baby. We drafted him in fantasy. Here we go. <laughs> so, but yeah, he he's coming alive right now. He's looking like that the back for that team that they need. You know what I mean? So, and it's just further adding to what Seattle can do. And, and still, just let's go ahead and talk about some games now. Uh, you will, we'll start with Seattle, that Seattle chargers game, man. Chargers have also been one of my biggest disappointments. Um, you know, seven weeks into this year, I had them very, very high AFC championship, a, you know, super bowl contender. And it's like they're four and three, but like, you wouldn't think that they are, you would think that they're zero and seven right now with how they've been playing and how we talk about them. But man, Seattle just beat the brakes off, of, off the chargers, man, at home at that. Like, I mean, I, I don't know what to think about this Chargers team right now, honestly and truthfully. Well, it's like I said before, they, uh, they're they one. They're also one of those other teams. They don't run the ball. Yeah. They Austin. don't run the ball well at all. Yep. They got a great running back, an elusive little dude, but they just don't run it super well. They just mostly try to focus on that pass game. Yeah, I mean, Herbert threw the ball 51 times. 
Oh my god! I, I didn't even see that. I didn't even see how many times he threw it. Jesus Christ! That, and that, and that's just that's the problem in a lot of these. You can't win like that, man. Like you know, Justin you, Herbert. You can, but it's it's tough. Justin Herbert currently leads the league in pass attempts right now. Oh he has three hundred eight passing yards. Right underneath him is Matt Ryan, and then mm. it's Tom Brady. And we see a common all those, theme between all, all three. <laughs> and then it's Kyler Murray. There you go. It uh, just gets it just gets worse. Yeah, you're seeing a trend here. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah, you 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 got to be a, you have to be able to run the ball, and that that's just the thing. The Chargers they they've got to develop that running thing. I thought they had a great uh, couple of running backs that were going to help them out this season. Obviously, I was wrong, but yeah, they're they've got to establish a running game. That comes down to coaching. That comes down to play calling. All that is it. Just they have to they have to establish that running game. And here's the thing: Herbert's stats aren't bad. Twelve touchdowns to four interceptions. Mm -hmm. But again, you've got to be you got to be able to run the ball. Because it just, it just you got to be able to run the ball. I will say Tyler's prediction that he made in the off season where Brandon Staley could be on the hot seat starting to look more and more like a real thing for me at some point. You know, I mean, I this is just a disappointing team all around right now, and they also did suffer a big loss. Their big corner, J.C. Jackson, they signed this off season. He's out for the year now, so very yep. unfortunate there. T's and P's there. Also T's and P's to Brees Hall. He was starting to come alive in New York, and now he's out for the season. And the Jets traded for uh, James out, Robinson out for the year, and Duval, yep. and so down in Jacksonville is Travis Etienne's show now. So which he finally started to come alive these last two weeks. So we'll see if that continues now that we got rid of James Robinson and strictly Travis's show. Um, yeah, still talking about disappointments, man. Let's go ahead and hit uh, Tampa Bay, Carolina, and talk about this game, considering it is the title of our video that PJ Walker is better than Tom Brady. PJ Walker, you know, uh, he's got a win in Week Seven, while Tom Brady didn't. So uh, that says a lot right there. You know, <laughs> like come on. P.J. Walker is the GOAT. I mean, let's be real. He's he's better than Tom Brady. I think Carolina's going to win Super Bowl, honestly. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no. See, the thing is, too, this is the most efficient Carolina has looked all year. True. <laughs> True. They get rid of Christian Which McCaffrey, is... put P.J. in, and all of a sudden here they win, they win against Tampa Bay. They get rid of Robbie Anderson. They yeah. they they bench. Um, well, I guess they didn't bench. He got injured. Injured. Yeah. Uh, Sam Darnold was wasn't he supposed to come back this week too? I don't know. I haven't heard anything about him since he got injured in the off season. I could have swore I, I I read somewhere that he was going to come back this week, but they ended up uh, going with PJ anyways, which <laughs> says something. Right. And uh, DJ Moore could be on the trade block, too. That's another thing. He's which, wanting to trade. Yeah, no, I don't which, think they're going to give it to him. No, which, hey, you know, if he's wanting to trade, hey, Chicago, you know, that could be a trade I might look at. Let's, let's make a move, please. We need some receiving help, please. Uh, but, Talk about uh, uh, Deontay Foreman, though, stepping up yep. with over 100 yards rushing. Yeah, even though he didn't even get the start, I think. It, I think it was Chubba, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I feel like Don, the, uh, he could be the starter going forward. But no, I mean, I think that, they have a good one-two punch with uh, them too, because Foreman is a speedster and Hubbard is a power back. So I think they can get a good one-two punch like uh, the Saints used to have back in the day with Kamara and Ingram. 
Um, okay, so I also have another question, and this question is going to be a lot better for you guys to answer. While I do have an answer, you guys are fans of this said team. Uh, good Mr. Lord. Friend uh, Brady Dyer uh, just asked me another question to ask on stream. Um, will Dan Quinn take McCarthy's job, or will he be on another team next year? He'll take his job. Mm. He's never leaving Dallas. Mm, you heard you heard it here first, Brady. Basically, how long saying, are we talking? Like, like how many like how many years down the road are we talking? Are we talking next year? Are we talking two, three I'd years down the road? I'd be fine with her being after this year. Uh, he, <laughs> I'd be he, fine he with it being now. Uh, okay, so he didn't specify on when he'll take the job. The question was, will he take McCarthy's job, or will he just be on a new team next year? So essentially saying, well, you guys think he could just go take another head coaching job next year and just get out, or you think he's going to like wait it out almost like what it seemed like Josh McDaniels was doing in New England? Or just McCarthy gets fired and Dan Quinn gets hired instead? Whatever whatever way you want to answer I don't. I don't see McCarthy getting fired this year, though. That's my thing. I, I don't, unless they miss the playoffs, I don't see him getting fired. I think even if we go to the playoffs and lose again in the playoffs, I, I think McCarthy will get fired. I do feel like there could be a possibility he's got a little bit of a warm seat. I'm not going to say a hot seat. I'm going to say a warm seat. You know, like a nice lukewarm. Uh, but I wouldn't say hot. But in terms of the Dan Quinn question, that's a great question. I feel like he would – based on how it went this past offseason, right? I feel like he's only going to leave Dallas if it's the literal perfect situation, right? It yeah. has to be perfect. If it's not perfect, he'll stay in Dallas and keep waiting it out to maybe be the Dallas head coach and be and take that gig. But it's got because it, I mean he had multiple interviews, he had offers. I thought he was going to be the Bears head coach. I thought, and that's who I wanted as the Bears head coach. You know, as I wanted Dan Quinn. If out of the choices that we had, I wanted Dan Quinn. Um, but, you know, he ultimately backed out all of it in a, in a shock to, I think, the entire, you know, NFL. Uh, he, you know, backed out of any head coaching gigs and say, I, I feel like if he's going to leave, it literally has to be the absolute perfect situation, personally. Yeah, One but I mean, you also why... have to look at, you know, I was about to say, you have to look at their, you have to look at their roster. How yeah. many, and how many players, like, in, in a lifetime, do you get like Micah Parsons? True. And he knows that he, uh, Dan Dan realizes that. <laughs> it's, Mike it, is and, a different level. That, I think that's I think that's a lot of reason why he stayed was because he's like you know what I got a once in a lifetime opportunity with this kid. Let me see if I can develop this kid even more. From, from I mean you could look at from his rookie year till now. I mean he's still he's still he's probably the best defender in the NFL right now. Right. Also, speaking, I would say, oh, sorry, I was just going to say, speaking of Micah Parsons and him as being like a next level athlete it is randomly, you know, reminded me of something. Let's have a, a quick moment of silence and just an appreciation of the fact that last year on a terrible football show, because it's a terrible football show, it's in the name. Um, one week it was me and Tyler. We were talking about defensive rookie of the year candidates and completely forgot Micah Parsons. So moment of silence for our stupidity. All right, moments pass. Yeah, you know, the fun, you know, the funny thing is it was me and Tyler specifically, and Tyler's the Penn State fan, you know? So, like, oh, we realized Lord. that the next week, we're just like, damn, we didn't even think about Michael Parsons. We were talking about, like, Patrick Sertain, and we were talking about someone else and didn't even mention Michael Parsons. That was, like, week seven or so last year. I mean, look, it's a terrible football show. That's why I say all the time this is the best branding that Sparky 3 has is because we this shit like that happens. 
But no, I mean, in terms of that conversation, that is a true point. That is a true point. Um, now, Jacob, what were you going to talk about there? Uh, the thing, why the reason why, one of the main reasons why I believe that Mike McCarthy's uh, position is hot right now is, yes, Dallas may be doing good, but he can't take a single bit of credit. Kellen Moore can take all the credit in the world for the offense, and Dan Quinn can take all the credit in the world for the defense. Mike McCarthy's just there. He's just a guy with the headset on. Basically what Bruce was. If, if, you, if you take him out of the equation, we'll still be good. We'll still have our offensive coordinator. We'll still have our defensive coordinator. That we And I, I think that's all we need. We don't need Mike McCarthy. I can see that. Ricky, uh, it seems like you agree. You know, you seem like you're pondering on that thought. To an extent. To an extent. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of similar to, uh, well, I mean, it's kind of debatable now with how they're doing this year, but it's kind of similar to what it's been painted as, at least in Tampa, that Bruce was just there. You know, like, it's, and it's and almost it the like the Indiana team. Jones movies. You don't actually need Indiana Jones to complete those movies. Fair. So, so to an extent, I I see I see the point, but yeah. I, I I don't see McCarthy getting fired. I I don't see it right now. I I don't see it right now. Not with the way that the team came about when Dak Prescott's injury went down. No one, including myself, saw them going four and one without Dak Prescott. No he one. And Mike McCarthy can't take credit for that. That's Kellen Moore, man. That is all Kellen Moore. But Kellen, that's the thing, though. It was more you know, it was more of Dan Quinn than it was Kellen Moore because freaking Dan Quinn, no one could score more than 20 points than for Philly. <laughs> I mean, uh, true, no more- <laughs> but without Kellen Moore's playbook and understanding of what type of quarterback Cooper Rush actually is, he would have never been as efficient as he was up until, you know, the last game. So why not make Kellen Moore the head coach? That's possible. He had a lot of head coaching I, interest last year. I will be honest with you. If Mike McCarthy loses his job or steps down or whatever, it is going to be an absolute dogfight for that head coach position between Moore and Quinn. Yep. Yeah, because I mean, here's the thing: Kellen Moore almost left last year too. Yep. Yep. There were, he, he, they both he got interviews back. last year. Yep. Both came back. So I mean, one one of them's going to be gone. I mean, you can't. You're not going to be able to keep them both. You're not going to be able to get them in a room. Be like, hey, you know, we have an opportunity to do this. No bull crap. Kellen Moore wants to be a head coach. I, I think he's not ready yet, but then again, they've gotten these college coaches to come up who were, young, who were younger than he was when they started, and yet they're doing well. So, I mean, who knows? Also, Steve's well, here in the chat for except us. Sean McVay. Uh, Steve's yeah, got, bes- yeah, besides him, yeah. Got a few comments here. Uh, first one, uh, Fitzpatrick is better than Parsons. Hmm, something for you guys to digest there. What? Pinka? Uh, no. <laughs> Go crawl a hole. Ryan Ryan Fitzpatrick, yeah, better than any other NFL player in now. That's that's one hundred percent accurate. Uh, He also (laughs) says Mike McCarthy is a script coach, which does not work in twenty twenty two NFL. Uh, just a face with a headset on the sidelines. Accurate, in my opinion. Uh, he said Mike Tomlin gets let go and goes to Dallas. I don't see that happening. I think no, no, no. Mike, Mike. Mike is if we if we get anybody outside of Quinn and Moore, it would be Sean McVay, unfortunately, or Sean Payton. Not Sean McVay. Sean Sean Payton. Uh, Sean Payton. Yeah, not Sean, Sean McVay. I just Mike. said Sean, Sean McVay's name. <laughs> Mike Tom is not coming to the Cowboys for the love of God. He better not. <laughs> 
He'll turn Dak Prescott into another Big Ben. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I mean, I, hang on. He, you know, Big Ben did win a Super Bowl. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he did. He, did, he, did win he went Bowl. to three, one, two. So, you know, could work out for you guys. <laughs> I'll I'm take good. two out of three. <laughs> yeah, I'm there good. you go. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Steve's just here for the hot takes. Keep dropping them. I love some hot takes, you know. I'm all about hot Lord, takes. If you do another hot take like that, I may have a heart attack and go go off before I die. <laughs> we'll just see him. We'll just see him fall out of his chair on the camera. All right, <laughs> it's like all right, Jacob. I'll call the ambulance for him. We'll just go on a take real quick. I'll follow up in a minute. <laughs> uh, did you did you guys uh, have any uh, thoughts on your game this weekend against the Lions? Anything that impressed you or stood out? I mean, the big thing to me is that you know Dak took care of the ball, no turnovers. That's the big thing. You know that two-headed attack, uh, run attack looked pretty solid. But any any, uh, any takeaways for you guys? You could tell the receivers were off just a tad bit for the first three quarters. Um, I believe we had we had what was it one or two turnovers on the goal line? I can't remember. Dude. I know of one. Or no, yeah, so it was I, just one. It was one. It was one. My bad. Okay, guys. But either way, either way, you could, you could tell the receivers were off. There were some that were wide open that were dropping. There's these bomb of a pass. And I think that 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 little one-two punch, that chemistry, they need to really build back up. But one thing that really stood out to me, guys, Michael Gallup sucks. <laughs> I ex- no, here's the thing, though. I expected Michael Gallup to have a bit. Be- I thought he would have a better game. I thought he would actually be a part of the game, and he had two targets the entire game. I I still cannot believe we picked Michael Gallup and C.D. Lamb <laughs> over Amari Cooper. <laughs> It still so, baffles me, especially with what you so traded much that Cooper goes, for. The thing is, though, there's so much that goes on in that organization. Who are the younger receivers? You have to keep your younger core. If you're going to get rid of someone that's going to hurt your checkbook like Amari Cooper was, and then, of course, one thing I said earlier weeks ago that Jerry Jones said was availability. We have no idea what Amari Cooper was doing outside the scenes except for what was going on in the football field. Don't get me wrong. The football field is good enough for me because we could win with him. And I really believe had we, ke- had we kept him, it would have made our offense even better than what it is. But either way, when you have young and upcoming receivers and you have to get rid of somebody because you decide to pay your quarterback $50 million a year, then, yeah, that, that, that stuff like that's going to happen all the time. Also, Steve said uh, Pete Carroll's coming to the, coming to the Dallas Cowboys. For the love of I'd be fine with that. No bullshit. You're fine with that, Pete Carroll. No, hell no. Yeah. I'll chew gum right along with them. Hell yeah. Oh goodness, for the love of God, you're gonna kill me today. Oh, this show's gonna be the, it's gonna be the death of me. I swear. Oh my gosh. Here, let me uh gonna be the total death of me today. Let me Goodness get a, let me gracious. Get a nice Pete Carroll, Mike Tomlin, what's next? Bill Parcells coming out of retirement. Hell yeah, bring back Parcells. You know Alex. what? You know what? Just give Jimmy Johnson his job back, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to the audio, you're not getting this joke right now. You need to go watch us at youtube.com forward slash sparky three. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Lord! Shout out to the uh, Obsbot camera. I love this thing. <laughs> I need to call my lawyer and make my will. <laughs> all right, all right, relax. Okay, all right. Uh, so the next game that I had here that I wanted to chat about um, was Green Bay and Washington. I mean, what the hell's going on with Green Bay? Steve, you're in the chat. What the hell is going on in Green Bay? 
Like, I mean, really, like, what is, dude, like, I understand they're, like, a young team and stuff. They lost Devontae Adams, but, like, three losses in a row, they have just looked absolutely terrible. Like, what the hell is going on with this team? And it kind of also goes back to um, what Jacob said earlier in the show, you know, in terms of the biggest shocks is that we're seeing, like, the end of an era, and we're really seeing the decline of all these, the last four real vets that's still playing. Obviously, shout out to Big Dick Joe up in New York, but he's not playing right now. Uh, but, the, you know, the last four that were starters and projected still to be good players, just, dude, what is going on in Green Bay? What you guys' take on this team? Because, like, look, there are some good aspects on that Washington Washington team, right? I, I like the defense. You know, Terry is great. You know, and I do like Heineke for that team. I do. But, like, that was, a, that was not a game that Green Bay should have lost, like, up front. They should have completely run over that game. Like what do you like? What do you guys just take on what's happening up? You're, we're talking about it, Steve. So you you either need to mute or leave or or listen up. Uh, what is going on in, in Green Bay in you guys' mind? I mean, this is three games in a row that they, on paper, should have won. Yep. So this is a culmination of things. This is the Packers' draft history. This is the Packers' uh, trading history this is the packers um free agent history all catching up to them all catching up to them they don't do much in free agency they don't go out and get the big names for aaron Rodgers. uh draft when was the last time they took a wide receiver in the first round like trading what? they don't even go out and trade for good good wide receivers i mean it's just he has nobody and also they refuse to run the ball when they have arguably the best duo uh, running back duo in the league. I think that's more on Aaron Rodgers though, than it is them. Cause I mean, you got to make your quarterback, you got to, you know, your quarterback, you're paying your quarterback, what 40 plus million a year now, whatever the, you know, whatever the case may be. The one thing we also have to understand is the green Bay Packers are not a high market level team. They are more of a mid market level and they go really cheap when it comes to getting players, when it comes to trades, when it comes to uh, getting these big-time players. Because if you do go get a big-time player, um, more than likely you're going to have to pay them a lot of money in the longer run. And so now you pay all your money to your quarterback. We're seeing this trend. You pay all your money to your quarterback. You're not going to be able to get him help outside. And so I think the NFL, and this is just me, guys, I know the owners can afford this stuff. Like I, We all know the owners can afford more than what they do. If they took the quarterback, because it's going to have to come down to where you're going to have to start taking the quarterback off their salary caps. Like, pay your quarterback what you want to pay them. Get them off the books, though. Like, get them off the actual books and saying, okay, if, you're, if your cap is $150 million, we're not going to include the quarterback in that. Because for whatever reason, we've seen this trip where they will go out, where they, they will not be able to get players, like you said, with, with – um, with Aaron Rodgers, they're not going to be able to surround him with those big time players because they're not going to be able to afford that. And so we're going to see the trend be out. It's, but it's like, yeah, I agree with Jacob wholeheartedly. Uh, the draft is why this is why you see, and I'll even, I'll even compare it with the Cowboys, even though the Cowboys haven't won a Super Bowl in forever. I know that the, I know Green Bay's won one in the last 20 plus years, whatever the case may be. When you look at their draft, you start noticing trends. For starters, it took up until Dak, Prescott, and Ezekiel Elliott's rookie season, you started seeing a trend in their offensive line. And their offensive line was really good, but their defense was starting to slack a little bit. And now you're all of a sudden you're seeing a player like Micah Parsons come up 
and you're starting to see this defense. Now we have, instead of having the best offensive line in the league, now we have one of the best defenses in the league, if not the best defense in the league right now. So you're seeing these trades. This is why you draft and how you draft often. And it's it's like Jacob said, they don't go out to free agency and get anybody. They don't spend a lot of money because they, they're, like I said, they're a men market team. And that's just the bottom line. That's just the bottom line with it. Eventually, we knew that these quarterbacks that we have seen, like Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, uh, and even Matt Ryan to a certain extent, even though I still disagreed with him going to Indianapolis to begin with, we knew that this was going to be a downward trend. The fact of the matter is that we saw Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers have pretty good years last year, and now we're just starting to see this downward trend of complete crappiness and, and until some things change, which I don't think they will, it's not going to get any better for either team. I 100% agree. And Steve also 100% agrees on the, on the issue with the cap. Two two of three since you've won one, Cowboy. There you go. Thanks. Uh, he also says uh, Rodgers has zero confidence in his receivers, which is also obviously a massive part of the problem. I am also going to say this. I think Aaron Rodgers should not have stayed at Green Bay to begin with. I, I could agree to that, with especially at this point. You know, I, I even even before, I didn't agree with that move personally. And if I was Green Bay, I wouldn't have extended him. He's he's toward the end of his career. I understand. I understand being faithful to your player who has been there the entire his entire career. I understand that part. But now we're going to see this trend. Now when Aaron Rodgers retires, Green Bay is going to have some really shitty seasons because they do not draft properly. Big accurate on that front. Can't draft properly, like you know what uh, Jay was saying. Just couldn't uh, do well in free agency or trades and stuff. I mean, trade deadlines in like a week, and are we actually going to see them make a move? Probably not. Probably not going to make any sort of substantial move. And if they do make a move, they'll probably just be on defense, like they always do. You know, they always like to just do something on defense and not do anything on offense to help. Because I mean, with like the receiver with uh, with the draft question there, I mean, it's like what two thousand one was the last time they drafted someone on offense minus Rodgers or Love. I mean, like, I mean, come on, right? There's part of your problem. That shit's going to catch up to you, especially with, you know, going into with the cap issue going into next year. I mean, going into next year, like, they have, like, $3 million available in cap space. Like, you're, you're screwed. You're completely screwed with the, the cap hits that you have. Also, shout out to the Bears for having 115 million, but you know what? No big deal. Uh, also, shout out to the Bears for that win against the Patriots. Hey, I also want to stress. I already stressed this to Shane when it was just he and I earlier. I gave you both the chance to take an easy dub, and you didn't take it. I'm just, keep that in mind. Shane's the only one that listened to me. Well, <laughs> wait, 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 wait! I picked the Bears. Not on the, not on the no, not on the pool. It was just Shane. Ah, damn it. Let me, let me pull it up. Dumb. Let me pull it up. Never again. mind. I'm, I see it. You know, you might have said the Bears. I, I kind of vaguely remember that now. But yeah, on the pool, definitely, uh, definitely locked in the Patriots. Shame hey, but me and Ricky, you know, two of three people that look, picked Washington to win. That's also true. Yep. And Brady also picked Washington. That, that is very, very true there. Uh, everyone picked the Giants except for Ricky. I, Ricky, I still appreciate you picking Duval, but that was the Giants game. Although it came down to the wire, One, just a, a yard short, yard short from that dub. Hey, it was it was us three that picked uh, Seattle. The only people to pick Seattle. Yeah, the Chargers. <laughs> Let's go Seahawks, baby. They're on a roll right now. They are on a roll yes, right now. Yes, they are. 
Um, okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy. I'll say this. I'm really happy for Geno Smith, guys. I'm really happy. For I am him. too. I am too. You can't. Who roots against Geno Smith? Like anybody, it's like rooting against the Jets. You can't root against them. I used to root against Geno Smith when he was at the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, all right. So the next game that I wanted to shout out is Cleveland and Baltimore because look, I'm gonna say it right now. Cleveland, in my mind, I'm not gonna say they should have won this game, but this game should have gone to overtime or should have had the chance to go to overtime. Cleveland got screwed up front. You cannot convince me otherwise. This was a prime example of, once again, horrible, and I mean horrible officiating there at the end of the game, and it cost the Browns the game. I don't know if you guys uh, saw what I'm referring to. What I'm referring to is when the Browns was lining up to uh, kick the field goal to try to tie the game. The center, the long snapper, you know, looked down to confirm, which you can do. They were even saying there that, yes, the long snapper in the center, they can do that. They can move their head down to look at their quarterback or their kicker or their punter or holder or whatever. And then you clearly watch, I think it was Calais Campbell on the Ravens, fall over. So it looked like offsides, whatever. But then it was called false start on the Browns on the long snapper who, t- who looked his head down. That, I, didn't, I didn't see it. I would have to take a look yeah, at it to complete, make sure. Please take a look sure. at it after the show. But, yes, the only movement that you see is the long snapper looking down to confirm, hey, are we good to go? And then you see Clayus Campbell just literally fall on the Browns. Uh, <laughs> Did he move the ball at all? Nope. Ball was not moved. It was literally just his head looked down. Like, that's just terrible officiating, man. Horrible officiating. Yep. Um, so, I mean, that, and that cost the Browns the game, even though I wanted the Ravens to win. I'm just saying I wanted to, you know, highlight that, that we, you know, we got to get this officiating stuff under control there. Um, also shot, uh, to his return, uh, up in Pittsburgh, Pitts, uh, Miami getting that dub in Pittsburgh. Good win there. Uh, hopefully kind of get the Dolphins kind of back on track with two under the helm. So, uh, and then last night, very shocked about how it went. Last, I am blown away with how it went last night. And man, I, you know, uh, I feel like we got a little bit of a controversy up there in New England right now about who's going to be that quarterback. Oh yeah, we got we got we got we got a controversy right now between Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. Which I'm here for Zappi. Jones. I'm here for Zappi. Give me Mac give me Zappi. Jones looks like absolute garbage. True. He did not look good last night at all. Like, even the little bit that he has played this year, like, he has not looked good at all. Uh, and Bailey Zappi has looked just like he did in college, like the greatest college quarterback in college football history. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh. Here we go Look, again. I'm telling you, man, you get Bailey Zappi as the starter. You got P.J. Walker as the starter. You know, you make Gardner Minshew a starter in Philly, whatever. And right there, you've already got three of your four championship teams going to the AFC and NFC championships. I'm just telling you right now. I mean, look, you PJ Walker and Gardner Minshew in Philly, you're going to get Philly and Carolina in the NFC championship game. You get Bailey Zappi as a starter in New England, you're going to get the New England Patriots in the AFC championship game. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> I will become an Ohio State fan if that happens. Oh, 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 oh baby. <laughs> I'll put it on the board. <laughs> Put it on the board. I will become an Ohio State fan if it, if Carolina makes the damn championship game. What? No, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, to playoff be honest, time comes, guys. I'm gonna be sweating. I guarantee it. I'm gonna be sweating if they make the playoffs. Yeah, if they make the playoffs. Oh God! <laughs> about to have to, yeah, about to start buying some uh, OHIO merch. Here we go. <laughs> you know, to be honest, though, from uh, Belichick's uh, body language, I think he kind of wants to go with Zappy. I think he does too. I'll be real. I think he does too. I think I think he in his mind he wants to rock with with the Zapster. He wants to rock with the greatest college quarterback in college football history. And everybody's saying it's it's Drew Bledsoe. And Tom Brady, yeah, a hundred percent it is. Here we go. Give Mac me Jones. Bledsoe had been in the league a little bit at that point. Mac Jones, this is what third year? Yeah. Nope. Second. Yeah. Second. Yeah, second. Where would you ship nope, Mac third. Jones to then if if he loses his starting position? Where would you ship him to? Yeah, well, and Bill Belichick says you know you're you know you'd be shipping his ass to NFC. There's no way he's taking an AFC call. <laughs> no <laughs> chance. No chance Bill would do that. So he would go to an NFC team. Just oh. Oh. What if? What if Shanahan gets what he wants? Look, man, Shanahan was outvoted <sighs> on Trey Lance. That was John Lynch, and that was above Shanahan. Shanahan wanted Mac Jones. He was outvoted on that. I think that. it's time for Belichick to retire. I agree to that. I 100% agree uh, to that. If that man retires, he'll die. Don't oh. do that to him. <laughs> don't, don't do that to him. This is all he's got. Is that why Saban's still coaching? Basically. That's why Saban's still coaching. That's why Carroll's still coaching. That's why all the old school coaches are still coaching. Yep. Yeah, Mac Jones to San Fran, man. Think about it. Ship him to to Tampa because Tom is probably going to be gone at the end of this year. Who would San Fran... I'm trying to figure out what what trading capital they have left. They They really don't have any any draft picks. It would just have to be a player. I mean, it'd have to be a player trade of some capacity i don't know what uh you know i i'm not worried about trey lance in this trade because what's the big fucking deal he's on still on a rookie contract big whoop you can get rid of him pretty easily you know whatever it's a rookie contract you didn't sign him as a 250 million dollar deal so i mean hey you know if they're gonna rock with zappy and max gonna get traded hey this is a, I, I could see san fran and tampa being two prime locations that mac jones could get traded to calling it right now not right Trade him to Philly for Gardner Minshew. Yeah, Gardner Minshew with Bill Belichick, man, that would be super. I mean, we do. You, do you really want that, Ricky? Do you want to rebuild the dynasty again? Do you want to watch the Patriots win ninety-four Super Bowls? Because that's what's going to happen. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. I personally do. I personally do. <laughs> <laughs> Chaos, domination. The, the Patriots dynasty runs on. If if. That trade did happen. I don't think Trey Lance would even be involved. No, he would in the trade talks. I I think San Fran would have to offer up one of their starters on defense, one of their good starters on defense. Yep. I agree to that. I mean, like Eric Armstead or Fred Warner, Jimmy Ward. I they would, I, they would never let go of Nick Bosa. Yeah, I honestly. I feel like Fred Warner and Nick Bosa would be the only ones that would be untouchable. I feel like everyone else would be kind of fair game in a trade like that if Kyle got what he wanted. And in terms of Trey, like, no, I don't think he'd be, like, any sort of trades to I think they would just let him go after his 
rookie contract or even just cut him. Probably not cut him. They'd probably hold on to him at least to be a backup. But, again, I know you're a third overall pick, but you're on a rookie deal, man. No big deal. You can get thrown to the wayside pretty easily with that. So, uh, you know, that Dead is French should just start Brock uh, Purdy at this point. Yep. Brock Purdy. Lead him to the Super Bowl. Cyclone. Yep. Shout out to Cyclone. Hey, I'm quarterbacks are you gonna say lead to the super bowl man you've named at least five <laughs> the list gonna keep on growing i got some more i got some more up in the arsenal that we can keep on going with <laughs> i'm just saving it for the right time gotta gotta strike when the, you know when it's time uh any other nfl thoughts that we want to shout out if not we'll hop over to college nope okay go to college then uh, what game do we want to start with? Do we want to start with Syracuse-Clemson? How do we feel about this game? I was watching this, and this was a fun one to watch, man. Syracuse, they just they fell apart in the second half, unfortunately. Also, shout out to Clemson storming the field after beating Syracuse. That was that was humorous to me. <laughs> that was very humorous to me. Storm the field after beating the Orange. My God. Uh, that just uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. Now, Syracuse, one thing that hurt Syracuse in the second half was their penalties. They had way too many penalties in the second half. Right. They just, oh, yeah. they just, they just, they just fell apart. I don't. They didn't even score in the second half. That was a thing. And that. So I mean, but I mean, other than that, you mean you score once. You score one touchdown. The game's over. The game's over. You beat. You beat Clemson. This overratedism that we've been given Clemson finally goes away. We won't see Clemson in the play college playoff. And now, unfortunately, we may not see Clemson lose a game. Yeah, they did pull DJ this game too. He looked like garbage that game. He did, yeah. They put so in so uh, bad. What's his name? Is it Cade something? Is that it? I don't remember. Klubnik. Klubnik. Klub Cade Klubnik. Klub, okay. <laughs> high high uh, recruit they got. Um, I swear they're making up names these days. I swear they're doing <laughs> stage names now. I started thinking they, that they got to be doing stage days. <laughs> yeah. No, for real. Uh, but no, I mean, Cade looked really, really good. Honestly, I was really impressed with what I saw out of him. Cause like my stance on Clemson has been very clear. As long as DJ is a starter, I view that team overrated because I, you know, the quarterback is the one that's going to piece that team together on the offense. But you put that other guy in to give them a chance. Maybe they could change some things. Maybe I won't view them as overrated. And that's kind of how I feel. I don't know who's going to be the starter, uh, going forward. You know, Dabo tried DJ to play. Is. Yeah. He, Dabo he, already he, said, yeah, he said DJ is still our guy, but I don't know. I feel like that leash is pretty short right now. You know, where Kate, you're going to see some more Kate action here soon. So I don't know. I mean, it was, it was a good game to watch. Like I said, just disappointed in the orange, just dropping it in the second half, but orange is uh, going up against Notre Dame this weekend. Notre Dame's coming up to him. So see how that game goes for him. Uh, what about uh, UCLA and Oregon? How are we feeling about that one? Uh, Oregon just, you know, man, really just put the beat down on UCLA more than I thought was going to happen, honestly. You, uh, Chip Kelly was able man, to get five touchdowns. Yeah, I know. Bo Nix has looked tremendously better than I thought he would coming into this year. Yeah, I, I also think that week one loss to Georgia really woke them up a little bit, especially, especially him. Um, you know, we I've always, que always questioned him in the SEC. Because you just never knew what Bo Nix you were going to get, and here lately he's been somewhat accurate, and now that that's a pretty big win for him on his resume. Yeah, especially that that level of game there, you know, with the the you know the nine versus ten. Also, I Steve still don't think he's an NFL quarterback though. Oh no, not at all, not at all. Steve also <laughs> point out the uh, the Oregon unis. Those no. those unis did look pretty sick this weekend. I ain't gonna lie. 
they have a sponsor they have and they have a partnership with nike of course of course their their uh uniforms are always gonna look good i know i'm just saying like with those the pink numbers and the pink uh wings dude that was a nice yeah, little, that was a yeah. nice little touch that was a new one uh oregon is the last team standing for the pac-12 to get into the playoffs it's not gonna uh, happen I, I will put that yeah. down right now they are the last it's one that it's could not gonna happen it's not gonna happen I mean, no. you, you, USC only has one loss, but I, I think they I, play I, each I other was, though, don't they? Yeah. They do. Even even then, I don't see other one. I don't see a Pac-12 team making the playoff this year. It's not, I don't. I don't think it's going to happen. I personally do, potentially. If Oregon wins out, uh, who who else do they play? Let me see here. They do not play each other. Oregon right, and so, USC. Do, uh, Oregon well, and Utah play each other. Hmm. At Utah or Oregon? Oregon. They play well at home too, so we'll we'll see. Brady also says Green Bay's problem is still that they have you know Rodgers and they aren't focusing on the run game. He just threw that in, following up from earlier, which that's true. That's what we you know we've already kind of been chatting about is just um. You know, teams aren't focused on the run game. Steve also said, uh, this dude says the Pac-12 uh, says playoffs in the same sentence. I mean, uh, he brings up a good point, though. Oregon's their only chance. You know, that's the only chance they're going to make the playoffs, but it's still not going to happen. It's the only chance, but, uh, I mean, you got some tall competition with, uh, you know, Ohio State, you know, Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama, Clemson. Um, you know, hell, even, you know, if they keep going on a little bit of a, of a run here, even TCU. I think TCU has a better chance to make it make it to the playoffs because Georgia, Tennessee, Alabama, they're all going to end up destroying one another. Yeah. Ohio State, Michigan, they play one another. Clemson sitting right there. Kind of nice, kind of in a sweet spot. But as long as they went out, Clemson will lose eventually. Yeah, I agree. It's just a matter of who. Oh, man. Uh, but no, TCU though has been on a hell of a run. I mean, that was, I thought Kansas State had that game uh, when I when I tuned into it. Mm-hmm. I thought Kansas State had that locked, and then TCU just brought the shit back. Uh, so I mean, TCU that that game alone was a big proving game to me with TCU. I mean, I already knew they were a good team, but to come back against a, also a pretty damn good team from that sort of deficit, I mean, that just put you know TCU in a pretty good spot, at least in my opinion, uh, for them to just kind of keep on climbing. Yeah, and they and they do not quit. And speaking of a team that does not quit, Oklahoma coming back and beating Texas. Yeah, Oklahoma State. Yeah, or Oklahoma State. That's what I meant. Oklahoma yeah. State. Yeah, I was gonna say that Texas. game was a blowout. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Oklahoma State got you know you know shut down Texas on that one. Uh, let's see. Let me pull up some games. Right yeah, there. but I think they they were down two scores in the first half. At one point in the first half, Oklahoma State was down two scores. Let's see here. Uh, of course, Bama took care of Mississippi State. We, we didn't see that part. It, no, it was pretty close between Texas and Oklahoma State in the first half. Yeah, it, it yeah, was I'm, pretty I'm, close. yeah, I'm saying Texas, Texas had a double-digit yeah, yeah, lead yeah. at one point in the first half. Yeah, yeah. It was on while I was bowling my tournament. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right, let me uh, let me look at some other games here. 
I will say my favorite game this weekend by far, and this may come to a little bit of a shock. Uh, the two lane Memphis game was very, very competitive. I it was a competitive watching game. that game. Memphis should have won that game. They really should have. They were playing lights out football when it came to their passing game. It's just they could not get a running game going whatsoever. Right. Yeah, the green wave just fucking, you know, just took home the game there towards the end. Well, I mean, Memphis really, you know, threw up the 28 points just in the second half. I mean, Memphis was on yep. it in that second half, and Tulane just managed to close it out is all. No, that was that was a very good game. Penn State blew out Minnesota. It's no surprise there, but now Penn State's about to get smacked in the mouth this weekend. Brutally. True. Yeah, brutally smacked in the mouth. Cincinnati Although it is in Happy cool, Valley, but it's it not a night game. Yes, yeah, so that I saw a lot of people talking about that on Twitter that it's not a night game. That's gonna play big in Ohio State's favor. Oh yeah. So <laughs> take it from an Ohio State fan who has lost to Penn State in Happy Valley at night with a whiteout. That place is something else at night when they have a whiteout. It it is insane. It's a completely different atmosphere completely different culture it is crazy how different it is from what it's going to be this weekend noon now it's gonna be unhappy valley yep once they get dropped like 60 points on them this weekend (laughs) i I, I will say that that penn state will have a 10 to 7 lead and then ohio state just takes it after the first quarter yeah i could see that that sounds about like an ohio state game at this point yep also, I was really disappointed in how Mississippi State played against Bama. Uh, really disappointed I, it's, it's, in that one. It's the it's it's the really big ones. It's I'm telling you guys, Mike Leach cannot win the big ones. How about Will Rogers throwing for sixty passes? That's terrible. That, sixty. It's terrible. Goodness gracious! Oh my gosh. I mean, I get it. It's the air raid offense, but come on. These coaches, I swear. They had a total of 26 carries on the ground. That's it. Yep. 26 compared to 60 pass attempts. That's crazy. For only 30 I completions mean, and 231 yards. No TDs yeah, I mean, thrown. And that's the thing. I, that's something I don't understand. So I was here. Here's a perfect. Here's a perfect example of why you have to run the football. I was officiating a junior high game two weeks ago, and the coach uh from warren who is used to pass he passes the ball when he has to pass the ball well he was playing against a team that he knew he didn't really have much of a chance at beating so he kept on throwing the ball they had three completions maybe four the entire game and you keep stopping the clock when you keep stopping the clock you're just giving that other team a chance to score on you who is just much better than you like alabama who has an established running game maybe not as good as what it has been but that's that's why you have a good established running game it just balances out your offense and it just makes it that much better i don't understand it myself but it is what it is at this point mike leach can't win the big ones also steve wanted me to personally make sure that i shout out who is on top of the college football poll because he specifically wants tyler to hear it that steve is the top of our poll right now with an 88 and 57 record and Tyler's in second place. So that's for you, Tyler. Steve wanted to make sure that you knew he's gunning for you very well. Now he surpassed you, but he's going to make, he's going to further widen that lead is his plans. He expressed that to me the other day that he was gunning for Tyler hardcore. So Tyler didn't do well in mine this past weekend either. 
I don't actually know how I did in yours. I'm starting to question now. Did I, I even I did I even submit picks this past weekend in yours? I, I, I think you did. I think I did. Yeah, I did. I just <laughs> I just did very bad. I went I went six and sixteen. <laughs> I say Tyler didn't do much better. Seven and fifteen. Yeah. Oof, man, that is rough. That's a rough week. Yeah. I mean, it was a rough week as a whole for football, in my opinion. You know, I I don't feel like we had like a super hype week of football like we have these past couple weeks. But these next couple weeks that we got coming up, I feel like are going to be some banger weeks. I feel like we got a lot of good games to look forward to. You know, like, I mean, we've got Cincinnati UCF. I'm looking forward to Ohio State Penn State, even though I do think Ohio State's going to run away with that. You know, I'm looking forward to Notre Dame-Syracuse. I feel like it's going to be a better game than people think. Uh, Oklahoma State, Kansas State, I think it's going to be pretty solid. Uh, of course, Kentucky and Tennessee, let's go Vols. You know, beat that Miracle Whip drinking coffee motherfucker, whatever. Um, you know, uh, it's, uh, it's unfortunate that this week we have a massive historic rivalry game, and it's just like, who gives a shit? Because Michigan's going to beat the hell out of Michigan State. Another example why you don't pay a coach that much money. Yep. Michigan State. Oof, man. I mean, it it just goes to show that Kenneth Walker put that team on his back, and that team is nothing without Kenneth Walker. Because <laughs> Michigan State has just looked terrible this year, and Michigan is going to absolutely run away at that game. Because, I mean, um, you know, they're, you know, Michigan's running back quorum. I mean, he's looking like a Heisman candidate. You know, currently at 901 yards, 13 TDs. I mean, this guy's rocking right now for Michigan. You know, one of the one of the Heisman favorites right now, at least in my opinion. All right, Steve, enjoy going back to work. Um, but yeah, one of the Heisman favorites, at least in my opinion, right now for sure. I'm also looking forward to that Pittsburgh North Carolina game, man. I really like Drake May. I like Drake May a lot. Uh, also, Steve wanted me to tell you, Ricky, that Adam Gase is going to be coming to Dallas as your new uh, coach. <laughs> Adam Gase, baby. Does he want me to go off? I just, I think he's just trying to get me to go off. He is. Everybody's going to be looking just, like this. Yeah, like. Uh, oh man, Adam Gase. Pete Carroll, Adam Gase. What else did he say? Oh, he also said Lovey Smith, but I didn't shout that one out. He also said jo- I'd, John I'd be Harbaugh. Okay with Lovey Smith. He also said John Harbaugh. I'd be okay with Lovey Smith, but you would not be okay with Pete Carroll. Wait, no. Okay, I, I Hell see. Hell no. I see what he meant. He meant A Jim. Criminal Hart. bastard. He meant Jim Harbaugh coming to Dallas. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I'm done. I can't do it no more. I can't do it. I can't do it. Also, I can't speaking it. of Adam Gase, man, shout out to his downfall from NFL head coach to college, uh, not college, to high school offensive coordinator. That talk about a downfall, man. Yeah, he's just some OC at a high school somewhere in Michigan. It's <laughs> <laughs> where he belongs, you know. But I, I, you can't help but to think in those situations, like how much those kids take him seriously when they saw his career as a coach, where it's just like your one year of fame was thanks to Peyton, not you. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, dude. Uh, but no, there are there there's some pretty exciting games this weekend for college. I know then the weekend after that's going to be the big one because we have Tennessee and Georgia, and I'm so pumped for that game. As long as Tennessee gets past Kentucky, man, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a scene. Because uh, I mean, you know, as long as, safely assuming Tennessee wins, Ohio State gets that dub, they'll probably still both just be two and three respectively. 
and then you know next weekend you know big one one three matchup there that's going to kind of dictate how the rest is going to go and we should have what college football playoff rankings is that next week or the week after next week next tuesday the that's, first yeah, this this coming tuesday oh perfect so while we're live it will get revealed there we go we get we get live reaction i, I think it gets revealed at seven or seven thirty i don't remember I thought it was like I thought that was Eastern time though. It might be Eastern time. Let me look. Let's I think see. you're right. I think you're right. I think it's Eastern time. Seven PM Eastern. Okay. Oh Just, shoot! Heck yeah! We'll yeah. Be, uh, live here. reaction. We'll it. Yeah, that that means we'll get a lot. If that's the time they go every week, we'll get a live reaction every week. About thirty minutes into the show. All right, boys, let's check the rankings. Yeah, it's out there. You know, speaking of rankings, uh, did you guys have any comments on the uh, AP poll? Why is South Carolina number 25 in the country? <laughs> five and two. I, I don't give a damn if they're five and two. <laughs> Who have they beat? They beat Texas A&M. Kentucky. They're, they're one of the best teams in the country. They beat, they beat Kentucky. Kentucky. Without Will Levis, yes, they did beat Kentucky without Will Levis, but st that is still a good win. I will give them that much. They're not a top 25 team, guys. It's not, no. Hey, guess no. who's sitting at number 27 right now? Guess who's sitting at number 27? Liberty, who beat Liberty. the hell out of BYU. Liberty. Just like they're going to beat Arkansas. True. No, they're not. Goodness yep. gracious. They beat the Great shit focus. out of BYU. Hey, look at that. Look at, wait, wait, wait. We look beat at the that. Arkansas. shit out of BYU. Arkansas got one vote. Hey, there you go. You guys got something going on for you. There we go. You're sitting right there with UTSA, Washington, and Florida State with one vote. Also, they did beat the shit out of BYU. It was 41 to 14. BYU scored 14 in the first quarter and then got shut out. Liberty put that smackdown on, man. Liberty is going to put the smackdown on Arkansas, too, here in a few weeks. True. <laughs> hey, same with LSU, man. L L LSU, 10, I, I do, I do, I do want to say LSU is officially back, in my opinion. Mm. Okay. Oh, for the <laughs> what they destroyed they, Ole Miss. They did destroy Ole Miss. That was an impressive outing. Home, honestly. win a road game, win a, win a big road game, and then I'll agree with you. Let's see what's their schedule. Let me go look. They they beat Auburn in Florida. Whoop de freaking do. <laughs> they're about to they're about to win a road game in a, in a couple weeks. Oh my god. Yeah, at Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> and they're about to beat Bama at why, home. Why do y'all why do y'all do this to me? It's like you take my pain, you take this knife and you just stick it in, and then you just turn it twist it a little bit, and you just want to twist it a little bit more, and it's like, come on, man. I'm in a good mood today, and you. I think y'all just want to see me just go completely off. I think that's why Steve is coming up with these damn excuses. How about we have Adam Gates yeah. uh, and Pete Carroll? Why yeah. the hell would we want a criminal like Pete Carroll coming to Dallas and coach of the Dallas Cowboys? We He'll can take, barely coach At least Seahawks. he's won a Super Bowl. True. And at least he's been to two. True. That is very true. That is very true. But he also blew that second one because he didn't run the damn football. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> Richard Sherman and uh, Marshawn Lentz talked about that recently on new Richard Sherman's new podcast. They literally like pretty much opened the show with it pretty quickly. 
Because like Marshawn, uh, you know, he when he was talking about it, one thing that he said is like, since that game has happened, and even today in 2022, whenever he is seen, it's never, oh hey, what's up, Marshawn? Oh hey, what's up, Beast Mode? How are you? How's your day? It's always, why didn't they re- let you run the ball? He said that he gets to ask that nonstop, and Richard's like, I get asked that, and I wasn't even on the play. I was on defense, <laughs> like I, I was on the sideline, but I get asked that because of my reaction, <laughs> the you know, the meme of it. Yeah, Marshawn, uh, he's played with that where he gets asked all the time. Still, why didn't they? Why didn't they give you the ball? Why didn't they let you run it? I'm still honestly, I'm I'm still low key heartbroken about that. He'll get asked they, that until the day he dies. Yep. I think I think Pete Carroll wanted Russell Wilson to get the MVP, <laughs> and <sighs> clearly Marshawn Lynch was the better player. Marshawn Lynch was their best player in that playoff run by far, bar none. He was their oh, best yeah. player. Oh yeah. You could, I mean, in terms of offense, one million percent. In terms of total team, you can make an argument for a defensive player or two, but I mean, he's at least top three, top, you know, if not top two of that entire team. You know, but I, I do agree. I think that was a moment where, um, they, re- yeah, it's like he wanted to kind of turn it over, you know, turn it over to to Russ and not be Marshawn's team, but be Russ's team, and obviously cost him, but. Uh, but no, I mean, L- you know, LSU, Ricky. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna get a, a big road win here in a few weeks. You know, uh, they're gonna beat Alabama in a couple weeks. I mean, LSU is going all the way to the yeah, they, hey, that is a trap game for Alabama. If no, I have it's to say about not. It. Good God Almighty, it's not a trap. Nine to three. Game. Here's that's my that that, that that's my my prediction for that game is nine three. Nine three LSU oh, wins. Bama's going to stay against Bama. Them. Yeah. Nine, three. Yes. LSU nine, wins. three, nine, three, nine, three, three field goals, uh, three field goals for LSU. LSU. <laughs> One field goal for Bama. Write it down. <laughs> you guys are killing me so much. <laughs> for the love of Jesus. Ugh. Oh, dude. It's what I'm here for. Just to make your day just a little a bit worse. I'm bringing a beer next week, guys. I can't do this anymore. I'm bringing a beer. Do can't it. do it. I can't do it. Let's do it, man. Bring a beer. Uh, yeah, see, he's good to go. <laughs> he he knows what's up. He gets it. I could have swore I saw you drinking something else at the beginning of the, beginning of the show, though. Oh, Jacob. I was. It was another beer? I was drinking this. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, no. Lemon. Okay. It's lemon water. Okay. Right. Delicious. Okay. Also, shout out to Tyler in the chat. It says trash. I think he's referring to Pete Carroll. I'm not sure. I'm not sure when he sent that in. I just noticed it. So I don't know what he's referring to in terms of trash. But I would Arkansas. say something. But yeah, true. Oh, for the love of God. Anyway, I would, I, would, I would say something towards Tyler when he said trash, but I'm not going to say it on the air. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I'll, text, I'll text it to you. I'll text it to you, Alex. Okay, okay. All right, uh, but yeah, any other thoughts with the AP Top 25 or any games from this past weekend? Uh, any games coming up you want to shout out? Because honestly, I feel like we could probably get to our picks here. Yeah. Yeah, let's, let's hit the picks. picks. Oh, <laughs> Ricky. <laughs> Ricky, my God. I know. It's, I know. I know. It's bad. I know. Okay. I know. All right. I know. All right, all right. We'll go. We'll, we'll go to picks then. We'll go ahead and start ru- running through this. Hit the music. Get the music going. Uh, so we'll start with college. Hit that leaderboard. Like I already shouted out earlier, uh, Steve is leading right now, eighty-eight fifty-seven. Tyler with eighty-eight five sixty. 
uh, followed by Shane and Ricky, both tied for third. Jacob fifth, me sixth, Brady seventh. Um, Rick, yeah, Steve also came out on top this past weekend as well. Right, let me actually get the picks pulled up here. We can start doing this. All right, so first up, Louisiana at Southern Miss coming up on Thursday. So if you listen to the show, make sure to go get your picks in if you're participating in the poll. Uh, boys, what do you got here? Give me the Rage of Cajuns. Like it. Nah, I'm going to have to go Southern Miss on this one. Like it too. Oh, man, I'm conflicted, but I'm feeling the raging Cajuns, I think. I don't know. I kind of like the home. I kind of like the home dog here. Frank, Frank Gore Jr. at running back. That is true. They, that is true. They do have Frank Gore Jr. Uh, I do love me some Frank. Uh, give me the Southern Miss. Give me Southern Miss. All right, next up, San Diego State at Fresno State. Goodness gracious. I, I would literally be guessing on this one. Um... Fresno State just lost a pretty big game, if I'm not mistaken. They lost to a really shitty team that was on our terrible game of the week, but I don't remember who it was. God, was it New Mexico State? Maybe? No, they've only beat Hawaii and it was, uh, New it, Mexico. It was New Mexico. Oh, was it New Mexico? Yeah, yeah you were close. Okay. Sa Sa San Diego State's not that good this year either, I don't think, though. Nah, they've struggled. They, 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 they both struggled. Um... Fresno State recovers. Give me Fresno State. I'm kind of leaning that way, too. Yeah, Fresno State. Give me the Bulldogs. Yeah, give, I'm going to lock it in. Give me give me the Bulldogs. Uh, next up, we got Toledo at Eastern Michigan. Mm. Huge game. Huge game with a lot of stakes in the MAC yeah. Conference. Let's see here, Toledo. I'm I'm going with Toledo. I I, I think Toledo's the better team. I like Eastern Michigan. I, I do like Eastern Michigan, but Toledo. Let me look at this up. I'm feeling quick. Eastern Michigan on this one. I like I like Eastern Michigan here. All Eastern Michigan has to do is contain. Uh... Toledo's quarterback, Daquan Finn. He is their leading passer and leading rusher. Uh, I don't think they do that because I don't like Eastern Michigan's defensive scheme all too well. I'm going Toledo. Yeah, and Eastern Michigan gives up more points than they score too. So that and I mean that's that's weird for a winning football team. But yeah, I get, I'm, I'll take yeah Toledo's gonna win this one. Ohio State at Penn State, Buckeyes. Yep. Easy. By at least thirty-five. Easy. Dear Jesus, we please let Penn State win this game. Ricky, <laughs> Ricky, 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 Ricky. Oh, H. Hey. Oh, it happens. <laughs> that was the biggest moment in this show's history, I think. All right, next up, uh, Fordham at. Yeah, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> I cannot wait until the day Ohio State loses another game. Because I am going to take that knife that you give me. I'm going to stick it, and I'm going <laughs> to stick it hard. I really hope Ohio hey. State loses. God, why can't Ohio State lose a game? <laughs> Come on. Goodness be, gracious, great balls of fire. It'd be <laughs> our one loss to your guys' three, soon to be six. 
Dude. It will not be six, sir. It will be four, but okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Fordham and Holy Cross. This is actually a pretty big game, honestly. At SDF rank. Holy Cross is at home. I'll take Holy Cross. I'm feeling Fordham, honestly. That quarterback is on fire right now for them. That is true. He is falling yeah. right now. I'm, I'm, I'm taking Fordham. All right, next up, Pittsburgh at North Carolina. Give me North Carolina with Drake May. He's also yep, on fire. Give me the Tar Heels. Yeah, give, give me the Tar Heels. If this is at Pittsburgh, I, I would I would probably lean a little bit more toward Pittsburgh, but the Tar Heels have been on a good streak here lately. Baylor at Texas Tech. I, I've, I've like, low-key really been a fan of Texas Tech this year. Like, not like they're, like, some hyper contender, but I think they're a pretty solid underrated team that's going to go on and win a bowl game and stuff. I, I've liked this team a lot. I feel my rock with them at home. Baylor, I... I don't, I don't know what to talk about with Baylor, man. They have been a massive disappointment. They were a team that I had as a potential college football playoff team before the season started. Like, oh my God, I don't know what's happened with them. Give me, give me the Red Raiders on this one. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, I think Baylor only has one road win this year. That sounds right. I had to look at the scope. That sounds right. Yeah. They don't, and they don't. Yeah, play, they don't play. Iowa State. Iowa State, of course, Iowa State, that's another team, guys. They're the new Nebraska when it comes to teams. They don't lose by much. I think they've lost one game where they were actually blown out, and the rest of them have been by seven points or less. Um, Texas Tech, however, they play well at home. They don't play well on the road. Texas Tech wins this game. Yeah, Texas Tech blew West Virginia out of the water. Meanwhile, Baylor lost to West Virginia by three points. Give me the Red Raiders. Next up, Miami at Virginia. You already know what it's about, even though we're not that great. Uh, but we did uh, TVD. You know, he's had some uh, a couple injury issues and stuff, and we did give Jake Garcia a chance to play this weekend. And I, I was pretty high on both of them before it was their time, you know, like when they were on the team just as, like, you know, new recruits and stuff. And uh, I was fine in either direction that we were going to go with, uh, whether it was TVD or Jake Garcia. I really liked what I saw out of Garcia. I think it's still going to be TVD playing this weekend. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, but, I mean, I, I like the potential future with Jake Garcia right now over what I've seen out of TVD this year. But, yeah, just give me Miami here. Got to rock with Miami. Give me the Cavaliers. That's a fair, that's a fair pick, though. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to have to agree with Jacob on this one. Uh, Cavaliers win this game. Wake Forest at Louisville. Louisville, a big disappointment this year in my opinion. Mostly Malik. Malik Cunningham has been a big disappointment to me. But give me Wake Forest and Sam Hartman, who is an absolute stud. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Wake Forest. I think the problem with Cunningham is the fact that his, I, don't, I don't think his receiving core is all too good. I really don't think they're as good as Louisville's receiving core has been in recent years. This is going to be a blowout. Give me Wake Forest. Kentucky at Tennessee. Give me the Vols on this one. Easy peasy. Yeah, the vault the vault should win this game. And I like I said, I, I like Kentucky's defense. Kentucky's really been, you know, that's what they really that's what their foundation is really on is their defense. Tennessee, however, it doesn't matter what defense is in front of them, they can score. Uh give me Tennessee. Is this a trap game? Now this could be a trap game. I still think Tennessee's gonna I, win, but I could see it being a trap game. I, I don't know. Um 
something is special about this Tennessee team sure. that just you know you just you just can't put your finger on it. Um, you you always see a team like that like every year or a couple teams that there's just something really special about them. And this year it's Ohio State and Tennessee to me. Tennessee's defense, man, is not. They do it's struggle. It's not up to snuff. They do struggle. Well, no. No, they, they struggle defensively. I mean, their defense isn't the best in the country by any means necessary. But, I mean, and I just – and I, I almost compared this Tennessee team to the 2011 Arkansas team. Arkansas didn't have the greatest defense, but we had Ron Mallett as a – no, I'm sorry, Tyler Wilson was a quarterback that season. And Bob Petrino's offense was just that good. I think Tennessee's offense is just that good. Give me, give me, give me Kentucky. Well, respect, respectable, respectable. Ricky, did you lock in your pick? Yeah, Tennessee. Okay, my bad. All right, next up, Arkansas at Auburn. Thought I, th I thought I'd throw this one on there for you. That way, all of our teams is on the on the pick this week because I threw in Miami and Virginia. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear your picks. I know who you guys are gonna pick. Let's just get this over with. Um. So, I want – okay, listen. Let me turn on the music for a sec. I love stabbing that knife. I know you love stabbing that knife. It's one of my favorite things every week about this show. You know what? You know what? I listen, have picked to win hold three on, listen. games this year. I don't think – listen. I have picked to win three games this year. They have – oh, right, listen. keep going. I'm sorry. Even though that's the case, I don't think I could pick Auburn here. <laughs> For the sake of the poll, I don't think I could do it. I am trying to somewhat come back here. Music's coming back up. So, give me Arkansas in this game. I think Auburn's going to start. Brian Harson's going to be on his way out the door soon. I'll put it that way. Give me Arkansas, unfortunately. It pains me, but you know what? If I can pick the Green Bay Packers for the sake of my record, I guess I can pick Arkansas. You're lucky I'm in a good mood. Give me the Razorbacks. <laughs> All right, Ricky, who it's you a, got? It's a miracle. Who you got, it's Ricky? Lock it in. Lock so it here's in. The, here's the to difference. Lose. Here's the difference the between me. Lose. Here's the difference. Here's the difference between me and you two. Is I don't pick <laughs> on my feelings. I pick by what's in front of me. And what's in front of me is Auburn cannot stop the running game, and that's all Arkansas can do. Give me the Hogs. No, right. wait, 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 wait. Where are you out on the leaderboards? Oh. Hey, you, like it's I a, said, it's okay. You You're third. I'm, 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 I'm fifth. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm below you as well. So, <laughs> look, me and Jacob, we Either have this, way. we have this very toxic trait between us where we talk each other into bad decisions every week. It's mostly him, but I'm just here for a good time. Uh, uh, guilty. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Next up, Notre Dame at Syracuse. Give me Syracuse. They are great at home. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, for the same reasons, if the same reasons, uh, Syracuse is pretty great at home, and they they really need a bounce back. Notre Dame has played a little bit better though than what they have been. Um, so this is definitely not going to be an easy win, but uh, I think Syracuse gets the win. Yeah, but Notre Dame lost to Stanford, man. <laughs> they lost, <laughs> they, that's uh, pretty Stanford. bad. That is bad. That's, that's pretty that's bad. That's bad, yeah. 
Give, give me Syracuse. <laughs> <laughs> Notre Dame stinks. All right, next up, Oklahoma State at Kansas State. This is a tough one, honestly, to pick. Ugh. I like both these teams a lot. I, yeah, I mean, Kansas State, though, um, they had a chance to win a big one last week. I, I don't think they're as good as Oklahoma State at this point. Give me the Cowboys. Yep. Uh, yeah, give me the Cowboys, too. Uh, next up, Coastal Carolina at Marshall. Mm, I'm, I'm kind of feeling Coastal Carolina here. So, I was really high on Marshall a couple yeah. of weeks back. Marshall, however, I think they just beat James Madison, who was previously undefeated, but they, yep. they've had a couple of bad weeks yep. uh, since they were ranked in the top 25. Coastal Carolina, I don't think they've lost a game yet. And they have. They lost the Old Dominion. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yep. For some reason, I thought they didn't. I, for some reason, I didn't think they'd lose a game. Um, uh, I know if I pick Coast Carolina, Marshall's going to win. But I know if I pick Coast Carolina, I'm sorry, if I pick Marshall, Coast Carolina's going to win. So I'm screwed out of the way with this pick. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with my initial thought and say Coast Carolina. Give me Coast Carolina. Give me the mighty thundering herd I love for it. Marshall. I love it. UAB. We are Marshall. That's right. Exactly. UAB at FAU. Give me the Owls on this one. Really? Yep. Give me the Owls, Does baby. Does Atlantic win this? Yep. I've got UAB. I have one reason and one reason alone, and that is I'm simply trusting in Nikosi Perry, formerly of the U. He's been playing very well this year. Uh... FAU beat Rice. UAB didn't. Give go go FAU. Woo! <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Next up, Idaho at Sacramento State, who's currently still undefeated. Idaho a nice five and two. They recently got ranked in the FCS after upsetting. I think it was Montana. Beat the, no, might not have been. I think it was Montana. Beat the shit out of Montana. Yeah, that's that, that's that's a pretty decent shocker. Usually Montana, Montana State, usually kind of. Montana State, Montana, South Dakota State, I, South North Dakota State. I, those are like the pillars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's see here. Sacramento State, though. I'll I pull don't. it up real quick while Charm- you're thinking. I was about to say, I was about to say, yeah, because I was going to pull it up myself, too, because I, I don't remember. I don't recall. Let's see here. South all, Dakota all State I know beating is, anybody is, really big. I, you know, I, yes, it was Montana. Uh, Mo, Idaho beat Montana. That's their only loss right now. They beat them 30-23. to 23. Uh, And it was a lot further than that when I tuned into it because I remember tech messaging Tyler. It's like, yo, Idaho's beating the shit out of the number ninth-ranked team in the nation right now in FCS. He's like, wait, what? Uh, and then Montana Actually, just closed the gap, but. You want to know something funny? Hmm. Montana's lost two games in a row. Idaho. Oh, that's right. And Sacramento yeah, yeah, State. Sorry, I'm looking at two weeks ago. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I am Both looking of at these two weeks, teams so, yeah. beat Montana. This is the true juggernaut matchup of the FCS this week. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm mean, right. <laughs> Give me the Vandals, baby. Give me, give me the Vandals. Let's yep. go. They're gonna get that first. I. 
Sacramento State I'm, back I'm, at that I'm, hill. I'm, I'm, I'm taking Sacramento State. I respect the, the pick, only though. reason why I'm taking Idaho is because they played Washington State and Indiana. That was their only two losses, and they barely lost both of those games. Not the same old Vandals, man. This is a different Vandals team right now. So I like them. I like them. Uh, and then next up, before we get to our game of the weeks, we got a Sunday game, which I thought was interesting. A rivalry game at that. We have Wyoming at Hawaii. Basically, Tyler versus me. You know where I'm going, it's because baby. It's because no one's going to be watching this game. So I am. <laughs> go go, Bows, baby. Beat the show, the Dookie Brown Cowboys. Uh, no, I, I don't think so. Not wow. not, not this wow. season. Hey, I'm sorry. I can't I can't pick Hawaii to win this one. Um, Wyoming's going to win this game. This will be the upset of the year if Hawaii wins this. They're going to win. I, I, I can't pick them. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Go Cowboys. You guys are going to be. I'm not. You stuck a knife from my stomach and you just turned it up. <laughs> you're you're going to eat those words. <laughs> you're going to so eat those words. Hawaii is going to get that dub. All right. FCS game of the week. Valparaiso at Dayton. How are we feeling? Give me the Flyers. I like yeah, that pick. Uh, give, me the, give me the Flyers at home. That is a pick. Both teams looking very, very good. It's like, what, yeah, three and do. three and one in conference play right now for both of them, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, next up, our FBS game of the week. And this is one of those prime example of a weeks where it's like, I know so far we've pretty much always done like a nice ranked versus ranked big name matchup. But, you know, every once in a while we'll mix it up. And this is one of those weeks. We have the 20th ranked Cincinnati Bearcats going down to the wonderful city that I just got back from recently that I love so much. Uh, Orlando, Florida up against UCF, the Golden Knights. How are we feeling on this game, boys? This is a pretty big matchup of two American teams that are leaving the American Conference. <laughs> so, uh, if I'm not mistaken, UCF had a bad game at East Carolina, and I think they got beat. Before that, yep. they were the they were one of the hottest teams in the country. Yep. And they were they were beating teams pretty convincingly at that point. Cincinnati has been kind of hanging around here. They they've let teams hang around. Let SMU hang around way too long last week. Yeah, they did. Um, UCF plays very, very well at home. The bounce house, baby. I, Here we go. I want to pick UCF. I, I really do. But for some reason, I think Cincinnati's going to win this game. I'm going to take Cincinnati. Give me UCF, baby. Let's go. They're coming to the yeah, bounce I think, house. I think part of the reason why SMU was able to hang around so much is because it was at SMU. I mean – they're, they're, they play really, really good True. at home. Same thing with uh, East Carolina. You also got to keep in mind with East Carolina, man, they held on tight to NC State week one when they still had Devin they Leary did. and everything. You know, yep. you know East Carolina's 5-3 and three right now, and their their other losses is against Navy. Eh, that's a close game. They, they should have won that. And then they also lost Tulane, who's been very good. Very good. I've seen a lot of people even saying Tulane's going to be a New York Six Bowl. Like, I've seen those sort of talks for Tulane right now. Whoa. Yes, I've seen some talks on Tulane. I know, right? I've seen some chatter. So, I mean, East Carolina, I feel like they're better than their record. So, while they beat UCF, I, I'm not going to write that off terribly. Give me, Like I said, give me the Golden Knights on this one in the bounce house. It's going to be a very close game, I, I, I believe. I don't think it's going to be a blowout either way. I don't think it's even going to be a low-scoring game. Uh, give me Cincinnati. Okay. All right, and then next up, we are on to our terrible game of the week. Two of the worst programs in FBS play. 
We have New Mexico State Aggies sitting at two and five going up against the UMass Minutemen sitting at a one and six. So believe it or not, boys, UMass is actually favored right now in the power index by 60%. 60 to 40 in UMass's favor. And the line is very close to UMass is the underdog in the line, but it's New Mexico State minus two and a half. This is gonna be it's it's gonna be a true game of the bats. New Mexico State averaging about 15 a game. UMass only about 12. They're both allowing about 30 points a game. Both only getting about probably about 250-ish yards per game. Uh, both allowing like 380 yards a game on defense. So this is gonna be a pretty close game, I think. But I think I'm gonna rock. I don't know. I kind of want to rock with the Minutemen actually. I kind of like the Minutemen at home. If we're gonna be honest. Isn't it funny that the former FCS juggernaut that is UMass, their only win this year is against an FCS team? <laughs> they, they just have. They should have never up. left. Yeah, they should, they they no. just can't keep up to FBS play. Uh, you know what? Give me the Minutemen, simply because fuck New Mexico State. I, Hawaii lost to them. Give me the Minutemen <laughs> at home. Let's go, baby. Let's go, Minutemen. Adam Adam Vinatieri's son is going to kick there. Give me the Minutemen. Yeah, yeah, give me the Minutemen. New Mexico State. (laughs) (laughs) Like, New Mexico State should win this game. Okay. Goodness gracious. Should. What they they need is a coach who knows how to cheat to recruit. That's what they need at UMass. Just like they had when John Calipari was there as a basketball coach. Oh, Jesus. All right, go to NFL uh, week seven. Uh, me and me and uh, Shane did very well. Eleven and three for both of us. Ricky, you went ten and four. Jacob, you went nine and five. Uh, Steve is on top of that poll as well, with sixty-four to forty-four. Jacob, you're right behind him with a sixty-three forty-five. So hopefully this week is the week that you can close the gap on him. Right, I get, hope to God it is. Let's get these picks <laughs> pulled up. Uh, first up, Thursday night football: Baltimore at Tampa Bay. Give me Baltimore. Give me the Ravens. Yeah, I just, you know, this could be a game, one of those trap games that you could be like, you know what, Tom Brady's going to be able to just recover from and and all of a sudden, you know, things are going to be good in Tampa Bay again. I, I think Tampa Bay's done. I think Tom Brady's done. Give me Baltimore. Tampa Bay has so many offensive weapons that are either out entirely or questionable going into this game. <sighs> but it's Tom Brady. You can't You can't bet against him. Give me Tampa Bay. Denver at Jacksonville in London. So this is basically a whole home game for Jacksonville. Give me Duval. Duval right with you. Let's get it. Denver can't score. Give me Jacksonville. Boom. Arizona, the Vikings. Sorry. Uh, Denver should have never have let Drew Locke go. Mm, Yeah, I agree. We've been saying that. Hot take. Uh, Arizona at Minnesota. Give me the Vikings. Vikings have been hot. Yep. Yeah, Minnesota. Miami at Detroit. Give me the Finns, baby. Yeah, Detroit. Detroit did play very well last week. Um, that's going to be the only game they play very well for a while. Um, give me Miami. All right. Miami's only favored by three and a half in this game. Wow. I thought it'd be at least up to like five and a half to six. Interesting. Vegas knows yeah, something. I'm, I'm going with Miami. All right. This game's very hard right now for me. <laughs> 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 because, like, 
I, I know who's probably going to win, but I feel like because I'm, go, I'm currently on a, a podcast live with two Cowboys fans, I feel like I have to go with my squad. But that's just going to be an L for me, probably. <sighs> give, me, give me the Bears. So there you go. You guys got an easy dub. Yeah, like, good. That means yeah. the Cowboys are going to win. Okay, cool. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Lock it in. I already know who you're picking, Ricky. Moving on. Vegas at New Orleans. Give me Vegas. Give me the Saints. Yeah, I I, I'm it. leaning toward the Saints as well. I respect that in the in the dome. Yeah, all. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna go with the Saints too. Carolina and Atlanta. Is this even a question? Give me the MVP of the league, the future Super Bowl champion, PJ Walker, and the Carolina Panthers. Damn. Yeah, give me the Panthers. <laughs> Make it three for three. I'll take Woo! Hell yeah. Make New- it three for three. I'll take them. New England at the Jets. Now, this is a tough one because is it going to be Bailey Zappi or Mac Jones? If Bailey Zappi, that changes his game. Yeah, but the Jets are a better team. Give me the Jets. Zach Wilson's going to be in Bailey Zappi's mom's phone. Just texting away, man. The Jets are going to win. All right. For that, give me the Jets. It's going to be in his head. Give me the Jets. Actually, and Mac Jones. They both have young. They're both young. They both have young moms. He's going to be. Oh, he's going to (laughs) be. Give me the Jets. Give me the Jets. All right. Pittsburgh or Philly. Not even a question. Give me Philly. Yep. Coming off a bye. Refreshed. Ready to keep on going. Give me Philly. Tennessee at Houston. Give me the Titans on this one. Also, shout out to their uh, the preview for their new stadium. Looks sick. It does look really nice. It almost looks like a hotel. It, it kind of does, yeah. I saw someone compare it to Top Golf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw someone like, yo, the Titans are just building the big fancy Top Golf and put them side by side. I'm like, oh, damn, they are. This this game ain't a question. Give me give yep. me the Titans. Now a lot of jokes that have been made coming into this week for NFL has all been about like, oh, you have all these you know top tier matchups of this team, this team, and this team that we all thought would be you know ver- you know two teams with winning records going against each other. But nope the the real the real matchup is the Giants and the Seahawks. The only game this week that has two teams going up against each other with a winning record. In that headline, uh, give actually, me. I don't know who to pick me, on this one. I'm feeling the Giants, though. I said they would go nine and one. I'm gonna keep riding with it. Yeah, give me Danny Dimes. I'm going to Giants. This one's tough. Uh, this one's very. I'm gonna take the Seahawks. Okay. Respectable. Respectable. It is. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna take the Seahawks. I, the Seahawks have been. They've actually proven something a little bit. Oh, don't get me wrong, the Giants have too, but but Seahawks at home, mm, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just I like the Seahawks in this game. San Fran at the Rams. Give me the 49ers. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going the 49ers too. on this one as as well. Give me the 49ers. I All just right. don't trust Matthew Stafford anymore in that in that offense. Next, it's up. bad. Washington at Indy. Battle of the backups. Give me Taylor Heineke. 
I'm feeling Washington as well after what they did to Green Bay. Yeah, but Indy's also changing quarterbacks. Yep, Sam Ellinger. Yeah, that's. I don't know if Washington can get lucky twice in a row. Give me Indy. Okay. Sunday Night Football, Green Bay at Buffalo. It's wild to think that here in a few days we're going to potentially be talking about Green Bay losing four in a row because give me the Bills. Yeah, Bills going to win this yep. game. That's going yep. to be a talking point here in a few days. But at least in at least in Green Bay's defense, this is a game that I would say they should lose. Like, even when the season started, I had them losing this game. The last three they yep. should have won. So that's the big difference between the last three and this one. This is like, okay, yeah, we can see that. We can see that, L. Uh, and then Monday night, we got the Bengals at the Browns. Give me the Bengals on this one. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be a real good rivalry game that is usually split every year. Okay, fair enough. Give me the Bengals. I respect it. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the Bengals as well. Okay. Uh, and perfect timing. The song just happened to end. What timing? Well, um, I think that wraps up everything for the show. Unless you guys have anything that you wanted to follow up on that we chat about here today, something you thought of, anything of the sort. You got anything? I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm good as well. Okay. Well, once again, friendly reminder, you need to tune into the show next week, revealing our new studio. It's super sick. Trust me, it is super sick. I've been sending pictures to these guys and everyone else. It is awesome. Can't wait to show it off. I'm getting it all set up this weekend. Uh, we're also revealing our jerseys next week, which I will go ahead and spoil one thing. We're not going to be able to have them in time for the show, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. Damn. I'm, I was pushing hard to try to get the jerseys by Monday at the latest. I don't think it's going to happen. So we'll have to actually debut them here in a couple weeks, probably. Unfortunate, but it is what it is. And then, uh, like I said, there is a third surprise that's just going to be kind of shadow dropped on us on everyone looking forward to that uh surprise getting that set up this weekend as well uh but with that said i'm gonna hit the music uh so boys any last thoughts on anything at all any shout outs that you want to give you know every time we do these last minute shout outs i always dog on the razorbacks or i dog on <laughs> miami or or hawaii but i, I don't think I, i'm good I, i'll abstain for this week okay out of the kindness of my heart my friends <laughs> no comment no comment well I'm not hey. go Arvin Tigers baby they're gonna beat the Razorbacks this weekend <laughs> let's go Bears baby we're gonna beat the Cowboys in Dallas Yikes. <laughs> I was getting ready to say I can't wait for all of our uh, college football teams to win this weekend, but fuck Miami and fuck Hawaii. <laughs> I respect that. <laughs> all right. Well, that'll do it for the show. Make sure to join the Discord and come chat with us. Subscribe to the channel. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Uh, we definitely appreciate that. And like I said, once again, for the, like the third time, Please tune in next week. Beginning of the show is going to, we're going to bring a lot of hype, a lot of hype, lots of cool stuff. We're about to show off next week. Ricky might be in studio. Shane for sure will be in studio. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Now, boys, are we going to do it? We, we're here for it. We're doing it. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's do it. Thank you so much for listening to a terrible football, a terrible show. football show. Nailed it. Yeah.